Hey everybody, welcome back to the Here to See channel. Got another here journal for you. Mark chapter 4. Mark the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Here to See, we focus on sharing pearls of wisdom, nuggets of knowledge, understanding the difficult, and instructions for a better life. We're reading a chapter of Mark a day and doing a here journal on that chapter. Make a video of it. Here journaling is a method many find edifying to their personal relationship with the Lord. So check it out, replicate.org, you can learn about here journaling. Now we're going to read and listen to Mark chapter 4 in the New Living Translation, and then we'll go over my here journal. Chapter 4 parable of the farmer scattering seed. Once again, Jesus began teaching by the lake shore. A very large crowd soon gathered around him, so he got into a boat. Then he sat in the boat while all the people remained on the shore. He taught them by telling many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seed. As he scattered it across his field, some of the seed fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plant soon wilted under the hot sun, and since it didn't have deep roots, it died. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants, so they produced no grain. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they sprouted, grew, and produced a crop that was thirty, sixty, and even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Then he said, Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Later, when Jesus was alone with the twelve disciples and with the others who were gathered around, they asked him what the parables meant. He replied, You are permitted to understand the secret of the kingdom of God. But I use parables for everything I say to outsiders, so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. When they see what I do, they will learn nothing. When they hear what I say, they will not understand. Otherwise, they will turn to me and be forgiven. Then Jesus said to them, If you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? The farmer plants seed by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message, only to have Satan come at once and take it away. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents others who hear God's word. But all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life, the lure of wealth, and the desire for other things. So no fruit is produced. And the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of thirty, sixty, or even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Parable of the Lamp Then Jesus asked them, Would anyone light a lamp, and then put it under a basket or under a bed? Of course not. A lamp is placed on a stand, where its light will shine. For everything that is hidden will eventually be brought into the open, and every secret will be brought to light. Anyone with ears to hear should listen 
and understand. Then he added, Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given, and you will receive even more. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Parable of the Growing Seed Jesus also said, The kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, while he's asleep or awake, the seed sprouts and grows, but he does not understand how it happens. The earth produces the crops on its own. First a leaf blade pushes through, then the heads of wheat are formed, and finally the grain ripens. And as soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes and harvests it with a sickle, for the harvest time has come. Parable of the Mustard Seed Jesus said, How can I describe the kingdom of God? What story should I use to illustrate it? It is like a mustard seed planted in the ground. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of all garden plants. It grows long branches, and birds can make nests in its shade. Jesus used many similar stories and illustrations to teach the people as much as they could understand. In fact, in his public ministry, he never taught without using parables. But afterward, when he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything to them. Jesus Calms the Storm As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up, shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. Suddenly, the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and waves obey him. All right, that was Mark chapter 5. Now the Hear Journal. First the highlight... Verse 13, Then Jesus said to them, If you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? The farmer plants seed by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message, only to have Satan come at once and take it away. The seed on rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell amongst the thorns represents others who hear God's word. But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life, the lure of wealth, and the desire for other things. So no fruit is produced. And the seed that fell on good soil represents those 
who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as has been planted. So what's the explanation? Jesus explains the parable of the sower's four types of soil, the condition of a person's heart to receive. To receive seed, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The resulting harvest, which is sinners receiving the gospel, salvation, and becoming productive disciples in and for the Lord. So foot bath soil, that's the seed that falls but doesn't take root. Birds come and snatch it away. The gospel is preached, but the devil snatches it away from the unrepentant sinners. Rocky soil. This seed falls and takes root, but because of the shallow soil, the seed dies. The gospel is preached and received on face value, but there's no lasting relationship or commitment. Therefore, no harvest of a productive disciple results. Thorny soil. The seed falls and takes root, but the plants are choked by thorns. This, the gospel is preached and received, but the new believers are drawn away by focusing on the cares of the world, temptations, or personal gain, or basically drifting away from active faith in God, yielding no harvest. Good soil is the seed that falls on good ground a heart ready to receive salvation in Jesus totally and completely, who have a thriving and active relationship with the Lord. They abide in Him and faithfully and obediently to effectively share the gospel for a great harvest. So now how do we apply that in our lives? There are active and productive things we can do to maintain good soil or strong lives in the Lord. Give ourselves totally and completely to Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 10, 9 and 10. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's by believing in your heart you are made right with God and it's by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Maintain a living relationship with the Lord in prayer and reading the word daily. Romans 10:17 says, so faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Jesus Christ. So that's where faith comes from. Then faithfully and obediently following the guidance of the Holy Spirit in all we think, say, and do. Galatians 5, 16 to 18. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation of the law of Moses. 
Put on the full armor of God. That's Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. And I've got another video on that, so check that out. Reject the lies from our enemy that would lead us astray. 1 Peter 5, 8. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith and endure to the end to be saved. Matthew 24, but the one who endures to the end will be saved and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. So what's my response? Lord, thank you for my salvation, for my life, and through, your Holy, and through you, Holy Spirit. I strive to maintain an active relationship directed to follow you obediently and faithfully. I depend on the full armor of God that I wear daily, praying consistently in the Spirit, staying alert for temptations that try to thwart our great relationship. I strive to endure to the end. I pray for me and my whole house all my generations and extended families and their generations in jesus name now this is really powerful and it's a longer video than what i normally do but this is so powerful i think i'm going to do a different a separate video just on the parable of the sowers comparing the different gospels but this is just so so good what do you think why don't you try it try some here journaling don't be disappointed god is not gonna let you down comment below what do you think about the parable of the sower in mark chapter 5 and read the Gospel of John chapter 3 to receive forgiveness if you don't know Jesus. And talk to God about it. Talk to Him about anything. He loves you. That's the whole point. That's why He died for you. So keep seeking Him. And I'll see you in future videos. Chapter 6 of Mark.